Okay, we will now be taking questions uh, for Kyrie. Let's start with uh, Bill Zimmerman. Go ahead, Bill. Hi there, Kyrie. Bill Zimmerman from the uh, Bostonian here. Um, so tell us a little bit about uh, how you're feeling about this Boston Celtics team going into the new season. Hey, man, I'm, I'm just feeling super good about this trade. Everything feels right. Um, I'm home. You know, this is where I belong. And I'm super happy about this move. Thanks, Bill. Um, let's move on to uh, Zachary Brabarski from the uh, Boston Tribune. Hi, Kyrie. Um, so you've obviously had your championship run with the Cavaliers. How possible do you think it's going to be with the Boston Celtics this year and the roster that you're working with? Extremely strong. It's just a strong, strong move. We're going to keep pushing, you know. Um, we got my, my guys, you know, whole squad, top five Um uh, we're going to be the best coming out. And very, very, very strong team, for sure. Now we are now reaching the end of our question phase. Uh, uh, you know what? Let's take one question from a fan uh, over at the back there. Uh, what's your name? Uh, it's fucking Kyle. Uh, hey, Kyle. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Why, go ahead. Let's let's get a mic to Kyle. <coughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Kyrie. Yeah, I'm super happy you're here today. L- let me ask you something, though. What about Boston do you love so much? Uh, so I love, so two things I love most about Boston. Uh-huh. You know, number one, God. Um, God is just huge in Boston. You know, a lot of churches. Uh, religion super important to me. You know, I love religion, my family. Uh, number two would be that they believe in my theory of that the earth is flat. Hold, hold on a second. What? What was that? So God, you know, um, I no, love no, no, God. No, 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 after that, after that, about the, the earth being flat? Yeah, what's your question? What the fuck is that? Yeah, it wait, isn't fucking wait, flat. Wait, it's wait. a fucking sphere, bud. What do you mean? It's, it's, the earth is flat, I'm pretty sure there. Listen, how hard is it to fucking... What kind of bozo did we fucking sign here? Yeah, yeah. Listen, can, can Isaiah Thomas was under here? fucking five foot can tall and we still loved him because he didn't gra- think yo, it was a fucking get the fuck squat, out flat here. earth. I can't do this, man. Jesus Christ. Yo, just grab him and get out of here. Holy fuck. What's going on, everyone? Back at it in Pickering, holding it down. Episode 27, High Top Flip Flops. It's your boy, Chris, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Not Chris, a.k.a. The Tamil Hemingway, a.k.a. Mr. Date Your Girl With You, a.k.a. Lil Poopy Dirt, a.k.a. Bash Me Outside because I don't fight, I just get beat up. And I'm here with... It's Navek, a.k.a. Navape, a.k.a. Mr. Run Up To Your Girl, Say Hello in the Runaway, a.k.a. Aziz Bansari, a.k.a. Big Seon, a.k.a. Little Couch, by the way. And we have a guest here today. We have Markham's Finest, a.k.a. <laughs> I don't have a.k.a. Oh, uh, a.k.a. Little Sport. Victoria Chow, how's it going? Good, how are you? We're super. Thanks for joining us Thank today. Thank you for having me. Um, I actually just noticed that the both of you are matching right now. Yeah, really gray really shirt cute. gang, sweat boy yeah. gangs, dab sweat me Sweat boy son. gang, Oh. High five. We just high fived. It, it was a big high five. It was pretty Very big. big. Yeah, man. We're both wearing black bottoms. I'm wearing shorts. Um, You're wearing a black or a gray long sleeve t shirt. We are. Um, you support the NYPD. This is time. It is not, but you know, every time I see that shirt, see, that's the thing. Like, do people ever everyone run up to you and say, Yo, are you a cop? Everyone. So this uh, the shirt that I'm currently wearing is a it's a palace shirt and there's a crest on it that's mimics the police department of New York, but it says Palace Department. I once walked into an SVP sports, Cebu Place Sports in Pickering, and uh, I was greeted by like an employee there and they said, How are you today, officer? <laughs> I burst out laughing because I'm like, no way. <laughs> you dummy. 
I am not a part of the police force. Do you see how big I am? Hey, I'm an officer of swag. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Fit off. Exactly. Do you see this fucking fit right now? Oh Do you see this fit? I'm no cop. Can you take me to the clearance section of your soccer cleats, please? Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly where it's headed. A uh, lit fit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. Alliteration oh. game. All right. That's not alliteration. That's, oh. that's rhyming. Um, we are very turned off the uh, bubble teas right now. Victoria came through with the Cocos. Coco Vic has some uh, lychee flavored uh, tea there. Victoria's got some taro flavored. I'm just slurping on my three guys right now. <laughs> <laughs> three guys is essentially a milk tea with uh, uh, some kind of jelly. Some kind it's of pudding. grass jelly, it's grass pudding, jelly. and tapioca. Man, nothing better so, than slurping on an ice cold three slurp. guys. It's a handful. Because what's my, what's better than three guys? You know. Four. Probably four, but <laughs> four. three guys, the perfect amount of guys. <laughs> the perfect amount of guys. Just enough to handle, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we were awful human beings. Just uh, perfect. Also, uh, this is, um, just to let all future guests know, please bring us uh, drinks and snacks to have. Yeah, we might beg for you to come on our show, but we still expect you to bring things, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, I did DM uh, Ram Riddles to come on. But no, Ramrose, when you come here, please bring some snacks. Yeah, like, don't come here without snacks. Vic, we, we we DM everyone, Victoria. Right. We have we have no shame in <laughs> talking yeah. about our. Uh, you just slide in, eh? Our adventures. Yeah, we slide into the request part. You know, like people probably <laughs> oh, don't yeah. see our messages. But I DM'd uh, Travis Scott. I said, "Yo, my friend Chris, he saw you for fifteen. <laughs> Fifteen dollars <laughs> in Toronto a couple years ago. Yeah, he's, he's number one. Yeah. Yo, he was man. It was such a small stage at the Hoxton. He was shouting to the lighting guy to get his lighting right because you know it wasn't like a well choreographed thing. It was great. And now where is he, Chris? Now he's on. He's doing big things. He's gonna drop an album that's probably gonna be really good. And he's gonna go on tour for too much money that I can't go see him. So. I'm nostalgic. Fuck you guys. Rex Orange County is also up and coming. That's right. Rex Orange County. Killer. Apricot Princess. Very good album. Featured on the Tyler album. Oh, wait. Why? Are you... Is that coming up or... What? Because... You just said uh, Rex Orange <laughs> County. I was like... Victoria is just you... transitioning, I guess. Oh, are you just shouting him out or... Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, is he... Is he popping up in Toronto He's soon? He's actually upstairs right now. I brought him. For real? From Marco. Yo... First of all, I love Untitled so much. Yeah, that's Off probably Apricot Princess. That's probably one of wonderful, the yeah, wonderful best song. songs he's written. Um, Let's do all our shoutouts right now. Shout out Daniel Caesar, August twenty fifth. Probably, hopefully, a day after this podcast was released, or maybe a day before. It's gonna be life changing. It's gonna be very life changing. Um, Action Bronson, Blue Chip Seven Thousand, ridiculous mixtape that's mm-hmm. also coming out, and Brockhampton, Saturation Two. All on August 25th. It's going to be a very good... Really? That's this Friday, too. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Brockhampton for a quick second. I won't take too much time to talk about them. If you haven't listened to Brockhampton yet, you got to check them out, okay? They're super good. There's like a collective of 15 of them who live in a house together in LA. This group started, was pretty much founded by Kevin Abstract, who has a bunch of solo work, but started this group on KTT, Kanye Tither, which is like a, just like a very popular blog. Um, and he said like, hey, I want to start this like creative where we make music and we do everything in house, but like I want us all to be in the same space. You know, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. Like if you're down, like I want to do this. And that was maybe two years ago or three years ago. And now, yeah, all 15, 12, 15 of them, I don't know how many it is. They all live in a house together in LA. Wow. They created an album, Saturation, in under a month, like a whole full length project, a very full length project. And they're dropping another one, 
at the end of this month. And Saturation, the first one came out not that long ago, maybe two months ago. Like, that's wild. That's yeah. such Actually a fast pace. Yeah, exactly. Uh, some of these guys are our age. Some of them are a couple years younger. Some maybe like one or two, a couple years older. One of the like main producers is from Granada, I think. And he was like on the forums and he like left his like nine to five banking job and was like, screw it, I'm going to go produce for these yeah. guys. Like some of them took very big leaps and their music is also very like forward thinking, I'd say. Kevin Abstract is like, he's the coolest guy. He's, he's really pushing the kind of boundaries of, or the conversations around like homosexuality and hip hop, which is like a taboo. Um, and he's basically just saying like, F it, does, like, it doesn't matter and it shouldn't matter, which is pretty amazing. Uh, but obviously also what Daniel Caesar is about to drop is is very kind of uh, different or is like a shift in a really cool direction I think as well with you know <clears throat> a lot of the kind of gospel influence not only in his like lyrics but in his music as well it's like huge in those the two singles that he released uh, was it Blessed and We Find Love mm -hmm. those are titles yeah huge huge gospel influence and like that's something we, we haven't really seen from like young like male musicians in the kind of sp the space that Daniel Caesar holds right now, so very tight. I'm looking forward to that. Also, shout out to Sean Leon, or no, not Sean Leon. Well, shout out to Sean Leon, but <laughs> yeah. also shout out to Sean Brown. Sean Brown, yeah. I will see him on the streets of uh, Toronto, downtown Toronto. That's right. Like at like 3 a.m. <laughs> always there. He's lurking. Um, but he's doing stuff though, man. Uh, yeah, he. Um, did you watch Daniel Caesar on? Was it James Corden? Was that what he was on? I didn't watch the whole thing, but okay. I watched his performance. Okay, right on. You know he's on like billboards and stuff now. Yeah, he's That's everywhere. Crazy. Wait, where? He's like, um, doing stuff with Roots. Oh, okay. yeah. With Roots, just... he's got a few of his own, just like for the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. With Apple Music, I think. Yeah. As well, there's some stuff. Um, but yeah, that performance, um, that set design was created by this Sean Brown guy. He's okay. like a the most ridiculous kind of like innovative one of the most ridiculous innovative designers just kind of thinkers in the city mm -hmm. he did it with Kayvon as well who's like a, a part of Daniel Caesar's kind of close crew close crew yeah so that's pretty tight um but let's uh let's dive let's dive right into it we brought Victoria on the show one because she's a, a full-time supporter. This is what she. This is her regular oh, yeah, day job. She fan. just listens to the show, which we're super grateful for. Thank that's you. That's literally listening. all I Thank do. You. Your view counts. That's me. But yeah, we wow. see it in the stats Listen too. Would it be view counts? I guess not. Listen Listens. Counts? Yeah. Sure. That's all me, guys. Yeah. Let's well, give a big round of applause for our guest. You can, you can clap for yourself as well. It just it adds to the uh, to show here. Thanks. Um, but something that uh, I suppose we should ask you about. Right off the bat, what are what are some episodes you like? What are some episodes you didn't like? Let's, oh, let's start with episodes you didn't like. Right mm. off the bat, hit hit us with the hard. Okay, you facts. know what? I don't think there was an episode that I didn't. You're lying. You're <laughs> okay, a liar. Wait, no, it's no, no, okay. No, there actually, are there are. Oh wow. Okay, I didn't expect that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Yo, everything. You gotta drop names. You guys, you know, if it's no, things I we can't, said. I can't. Okay, well, we'll bleep it that's out. That's way too bait. Well, we'll bleep it out. No, that's okay. Totally. Okay, totally there's three, Honesty is key. Chris already knows this. There's three episodes that I'm just like, not, like, I don't love. Not because of you guys, but yeah. because of the guests. Listen, we're here. Okay, let's do it. We're starting so now, early. But now I'm scared to say Mad it because spicy. what if people bash me as a guest? And I'm going to be like, ooh. Hey, it's okay. We have the task force here. That's right. We have the, um, the high top task force so they will attack at all costs. we have all 110 pounds of the bake and we have bash me up mr bash me outside here like what more do you need you know? oh, shoot, you're right. that's so yeah, much you're right, I'm safe. yeah exactly no but i mean i mean uh obviously yeah i guess there there's some things that 
we can't always expect to to kind of be enjoyed by everyone but certainly i mean it happens you know uh we've talked to Navek and i certainly know of, of instances or even episodes or guests that we've had that um you know maybe haven't gone the way that we, we've expected it to and that happens but hey that's life yeah exactly <laughs> you just gotta go with exactly Navek and i are very good at uh or have had a fair share of uh, experience just <laughs> experiencing things that we uh, don't intend to happen. But that's okay, regardless. Let's jump into some episodes you do like. What are Who are some guests that you think, or which are some episodes that you have enjoyed listening to? Um, okay, so first, right off the bat, one of my favorite episodes was the 2016 recap. Right that on, was, that was a great episode. That one was so funny. Um, I really enjoy the episodes where it's just like you guys and your friends mm. just talking mm-hmm. about like random stuff. Okay. Because then you start laughing and then when you start laughing, I just start laughing too. Right. Like when I'm just sitting behind my computer. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, that one was a good one. I also really like the Valentine's one. And yeah, that's I really like the episode where you guys talked about lucid dreaming. Right on. So those are kind of recent. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, oh, and also the last pod. That one was like... With Brandon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Brandon. The plug. Yeah, we, we really love Brandon and uh, hope to ha- hope to have some more chats with him somewhere down the line. Yeah, that one was um, cool. Well, listen, thanks for thanks for listening in. You're you're now a part of the experience here, which we're super into. I feel about. like I'm in front of celebrity. Listen, we're wow. the furthest from it. We, we both have nine to fives wow. that we have to go to tomorrow. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> it is far from it. But thank you for joining us regardless. Thanks Something that you mentioned just before we started recording is a beef that you had to spark with Navik. Navik, man, this guy. I'm the Charlemagne of this podcast. <laughs> you are, yeah. You, yeah you but I told the truth because <laughs> yeah. I live my truth. <laughs> um, what other wild things does he say that are, that are just what are wild? What, are, what other wild things do you say that people yeah, get real. I'm clean. Like, That's not true. I'm you literally stinky told place. stinky people to go die last week. <laughs> I didn't say die. I didn't say death. I said no, fix yourself. No, I think yourself. you did. I think you did. Okay. I'm picking up the mic this time. <laughs> so I'm just going to chill right <laughs> I'm very relaxed. Okay. So what I stated last pod was, hey, if you smell, go to your local shopper's drug mart. Because we all know the shopper's drug mart wherever you live. I live in the Jacks and there's like three near me. You can walk to it. You say, hey, miss or mister, may you show me to your deodorant department because I don't smell too great. Some people don't know that they smell bad. Because they're not surrounded by honest people like you. (laughs) Oh, you know what? When I worked at Best Buy, so we had a dude, right? A younger dude. He's very intelligent. Now he's doing like studying physics. Oh, so because he's smart, he gets a pass. eh? No, he doesn't. (laughs) Straight up. This is what I did. Okay, I um I took him to a corner of the Best Buy. I won't name the location because I don't want them to get any shine. But and I told him, "Hey man, look, no, um, I swear on my Best Buy manager's life, <laughs> I um I told the ki- the guy, hey man, just let you know, like we you smell you don't <laughs> you're smell great. <laughs> you're alive. This is word for word. you don't smell good. You don't smell great. Like you may not know this, but." I'm letting you know face to face, not because I, I could have easily said it in front of everybody, you know, everybody would have laughed. But yeah, why yeah, would you I were doing this? him a favor, right? Now yeah. he's successful. <laughs> now he probably smells good. Because you told him to buy deodorant. Now he's a physicist. Yeah, and I, I see him on the gram. He's shirtless now Ooh. on the gram. And then people are commenting, nice six pack. He's like so skinny, but shout out to him though. You know, he's probably prospering. I hope he is. 
That's yeah. what I want. He probably smells good now, right? Maybe. Um. Yeah, yeah. He probably take does. A you know what? One of my biggest pet peeves, still to this day, since this has been one of my biggest pet peeves since grade eight. Getting like soaps and stuff as gifts. Because are you implying <laughs> that I smell bad? Yeah. Or, or are they just preparing you for the next two months when you run it when you know you're in the shower and you squeeze the bottle and there's nothing left and you're like, oh, thank God. Auntie like Judy I guess. But I think this. like now that I'm thinking back at it, I think it's the former because like I just didn't have very good hygiene <laughs> to begin with. Okay, so but the introspection is okay, like but is I what didn't triggered smell. It was just like I just showered once a week, but Oh, wow, that's, that's acceptable. As Nivek just like slowly <laughs> creeps back, he's like, oh, oh God. Well, but um, did somebody tell you, hey, only take one shower a week? No yeah, more. my mom. Oh, for real? <laughs> no, I'm oh, just kidding. Oh, okay. So that was on you. That was just like a personal thing. Yeah, choice. okay. It was because I always had like after school activities. And so I would just be like, all right, I'm just going to sweat the next day anyway. So why am I going to waste a shower? water time electricity Whoa. money when i'm just gonna sweat the next day you know what i mean some woke 13 year old <laughs> wait you're 13 that's very woke. 13 yeah, in grade I eight i think that's that makes probably sense. makes yeah. sense eh? yeah that makes a little sense. bit of math um well come on you know i don't do that don't play <laughs> so i'm here for it that's what i'm here for it. um oh wow that's that's very uh you know i applaud that oh thanks oh, yeah. sort of. <laughs> Uh, Can you tell my mom? <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, mom's still here. Shout out to Amy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, is she listening right now? <laughs> she could. She it, could. I'll play it for her. Okay. Big shouts to you, Amy. Yeah. Um. Cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we um we discussed we ended this. this beef. Is this beef over now? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this is my first time ever meeting the make, and I was like, I have a bone to pick with you. I don't know. I'm like um. My position on deodorants is similar to 70-year-old white men that think that the white race is superior. First of all, there's no way you can tell me that, uh, who's, who's a good example, Ed Sheeran is superior to Tyrese. There's no way. What? That's it. Argument done. We're Racism done. over. Racism over. We've solved it. Right, so that, that's what I'm comparing myself to. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if I really get the comparison. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I was just gonna say it's a bit weak. I was like, well, hold on, okay. hold on a second. Just, <laughs> I don't even know. If I want to make you repeat yourself. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll, I'll explain it. So, All right, go ahead, please. I won't change on my position as to people that smell. I will tell them, hey, go to shoppers and get that deodorant. Would you buy it for them? Um. Hmm. It depends on their relationship to me. What if they're like... Actually, I have no idea. No, keep going. Oh, no. I don't know if I'd buy it for them. Because when you buy it for them, that's like kind of really implying, hey, you smell. Yeah, just like the shower gives Yeah, you exactly. My mom bought me shampoo two weeks ago because I didn't sh wash my hair for a week. <laughs> she was like, you need this. Mm, Did she like smell <laughs> it though? Was she like, oh, what the fuck? No, she didn't. She didn't yeah. even know. She, she didn't, didn't even know. notice until I told her and she was she like... Was yeah, for real. Hmm. I'm just trying to save her on money. Yeah, seriously. Kathleen Wynn is... <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's, she's milking Kathleen. the teats of our waterways in Ontario. Kathleen Wynn is, is actually uh, doing some pretty effed up stuff with Nestle and our, uh, 
northern water source. I got very serious for a second. No, that's true. true. Call her out. Yeah, she's doing some messed up stuff. Oh my gosh. Okay, just a quick little tangent off of people who are milking money off of innocent folk. Mm -hmm. Did you see the blog to you? <gasps> you already know what okay, I'm talking about. Okay, please, please let the let the Frick. listeners know. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> let Navek know. Okay, so there was this um, recent post on Blog TV. I mean, Blog TO talking about. I don't even know how to say his name. Suser Lee. Yeah, Suser Lee. Oh, Navek does know because I told him about this 13 oh, minutes ago. Yeah, knucklehead. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Please continue. <laughs> please continue, Victoria. Yeah. So apparently, he's like mooching money off of. Um, what is it like the tip? Yeah, um, so basically... I feel like you'd be able to explain it better because you're in the industry. Sure, sure. Uh, so basically what's happening is um, people... So uh, Susser Lee, real famous chef, used to be on Iron Chef America, successful, few successful restaurants. Uh, most notably is Frings, the one that, uh, you know... The six on a wave. <laughs> six, yeah, have you eaten there before? No, I haven't. Okay, yeah, it seems kind of... Whatever. Regardless, um, so Frings is like the most popular one. He's also got one called Lee, mm -hmm. um, and then one called Bent that was owned or co-owned with his wife, I believe, which recently shut down. Regardless, um, publicly and anonymously, uh, those who've worked for him, servers, back of house, you know, front of house, whoever, um, have kind of come out to say, obviously the ones who've publicly said it don't work for him anymore, and those who still work for him were the ones who kind of said it anonymously. Um, a an IOU system was kind of like put in place um, on the people who work there's tips. So basically, an IOU or it's essentially just like an deduction or deduction from people's tip counts based on mistakes that these individuals made. Uh, so something I was talking to Navek about earlier is like um, at first, one I, I didn't know that this was like illegal to do in in the province of Ontario. Like you can't do that. Um, but before I knew that, I, I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, uh, if you're working in like the, the kitchen, um, perhaps to kind of like instill the idea that the food and the product that you work with is valuable to like ruin some food or to like make a really big mistake in the back of the kitchen, a small deduction based on the food cost of whatever it was that you destroyed or whatever it is that was so it was like a piece of steak mm -hmm. is taken out of your paycheck so in that case it's like okay if it's like a, a piece of steak or a piece of meat maximum is like 20 to 30 dollars that is like taken out because it's like okay we really want you to face the consequences for this mistake when it, okay i guess this is where my argument kind of weakens but my logic at the time was like you know if you are working in the industry you have training and you've been told you know the what you need to do to make this piece of steak perfect every time. So if it's like you mess up, it's like realize like the importance of, of doing that. It's it's like far more severe than this and like it, it's kind of like blown out of proportion. So for example, if a, a bartender is looking after like a, a table of like six or seven people and they're crushing drinks all night, have like a $400 bill and at the end of the night they dine and dash, like they leave and you had no idea their bill falls on you. Yeah. So that ends up being a part of your IOU. So say, um, it's a very well-known fact that um, most people in the industry servers and uh, bartenders are making a lot of their income based on the tips that they make. So when it's taken from the tips especially, it's like a huge hit. So if someone has like a, a $500 tip out and $400 deducted, that's like so much money that mm -hmm. is being taken, it's falling on them for something that was like pretty out of their control, you know? Um, so then on top of that, the original argument that was made by m the PR and management from Suser, Suser Lee's camp was like, oh, this money was put towards um, like staff events. 
Um, and then the kind of questions came out like, okay, can we see like, you know, can we see the kind of like financial backing or like the paperwork that shows this? There's nothing. Um, and then on top of that, um, more kind of like anonymous messages from people who worked there were like, yeah, like that never happened. Like the parties were like super bummy. And on top of that, something that I thought was super funny is like, on top of that, if you said you were attending one of these staff events and then you couldn't make it last minute, you got IOU'd for like the cost of oh one person to, to go, which is hilarious, but also like so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and something that Vic and I were talking about, and I've also spoken to you about this too before, uh, Vic, is that um, you have these like two like almost like villainous figures in the city <laughs> out of Susser Lee's children or like his two eldest sons, Kai and Levi, who are managers, I guess, or rest- quote unquote restaurateurs, which is just like yeah. this vague oh term for God. like, they're, they're essentially just like super rich kids who've inherited a lot of their, their father's and wealth. idolized by some. Yeah, idolized by really? a lot of people. Yeah, like... Vic and her talking about is like, what's what's so special about their vlogs? Like they're they're just kind of like super wealthy kids who yeah. like go on these trips with their significant others mm-hmm. or like buy a bunch of clothes and then show you what they bought. Like yeah. I don't know. There's not there's nothing uh, funded by the IOUs. Yeah, funded <laughs> funded by the IOUs essentially because it's like these people are uh, a part of these restaurants. So it's like, oh, where's that money really going to? Uh, you know. At the same time, it's like every week they're making so much money. Um, like Frings is a successful restaurant in the city, but at the same time, it's like you think about how much money is being made off of these IOUs. Like this isn't just at one restaurant; this is at all three yeah. restaurants, right? Um, so you one, you think about how much money these people make, and then two, think about over a period of time, like how much money they just deduct without any repercussions. It's like oh, money's gone, and then you know, over and over again, it's so much money. Um, yeah, there's been like no concrete comments. All that's been said is like, oh, the IOU system is like, is like no longer in place, and that's that's it. Um, cool, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like cool, dude. Where's all our money back? Um, so the task force really needs to get at them. Um, you know what? I I'm I don't know. I think I I'm still maybe this is yeah me just being naive and, and not being willing to. Uh, to kind of go after these people. I guess like I've kind of idolized Susser Lee in a sense, you know, doing so much for the culinary scene in Toronto and also just kind of being this, you know, part Canadian chef who's, who's done so much worldwide and also having like a pretty decent repu- reputation up until now. Um, like a little part of me is like, oh, it's just his weasel kids who like probably funded this whole thing, but I don't know that. Um, you know, it could have very, very well could have been very logically possible for it to have been Susser Lee's uh idea i mean at some point he probably backed the idea as well um and with that in mind it's like super bummy that it's kind of taking place because a lot of people losing like think about that if you live in the city and your rent is 800 900 a month yeah and you have 400 500 just chunked or ripped out of your paycheck yeah tough blow um so Kai and Levi, guys, <laughs> let's put down the old GoPros for a second and sort out what's going on here. They're so annoying. Yeah, what what do you what do you hate about them the most, guys? Well, before I talk about that, so I'm hate a, gang. Yeah, so well off top, we we don't gang, we don't mess with them at all. But we just hate everyone. So I used to work as a dishwasher when I was like 19, mm-hmm. right? And I remember getting those tips of like you know 90 bucks. Sometimes it'd be like 25 bucks. Sometimes mm-hmm. it'd be 90. Sometimes even 125. And then you'd while out, like, if it was, like, 200 bucks, right? And I was 19 at the time, but I know a lot of restaurants now are, uh, like, the, the kitchen's filled with uh, South Asian and Asian immigrants, you know, in their 40s, 50s, who have, like, 
a few kids. I don't know the demographic of the people working at his restaurants, but I'm assuming, you know, it's an older crowd, most likely. And so he's basically, st or these kids, this whole family is stealing from these people that have kids and are trying to survive. And obviously most of them don't, who knows, some of them might live downtown Toronto. Some of them might even live like in like uh, Durham or Scarborough. You gotta pay you know? to commute, mm -hmm. pay for the families though. You gotta pay to commute. You gotta, you might have to pay for parking and they, uh, they're stealing money from you too. Like, so it's a lot. It's a lot right now. Yeah. They're doing a lot of uh, trash uh, and they're, they're terrible people as well. Yeah. Let's keep it a buck. Yeah, I don't know. They're just, uh, I mean, I guess at least with the sons, like something that always kind of frustrates me is like when you, <clears throat> something that's never kind of, is never compelling about someone who's just like always come from like a place of wealth. It's like you're, to me, it's like your story doesn't seem very interesting, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like as soon as you're, you're out there, it's like you're out there because of your wealth and your quote unquote value to society or whatever it is, or not even value to society. It's just like, what is, I don't even know. How they to... don't even see it that way, though. Like they, I feel like there's so many times that the both of them have defended themselves, being like, "We like worked so hard to be here. We started as busboys in our dad's restaurants." But like, key your father's restaurant. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> that's the starting point. So yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. They're just so annoying. Yeah, and, and maybe I mean again. Here's the thing: is like the benefit of the doubt has to be there. We've never sat down with them. We can't really, I guess. we can't really say. But regardless, they also haven't shared, have gone kind of like in depth to be like, you know, here's the real deal. Um, perhaps you know, Susu wanted to instill those things in his in his kids from a young age. Like, look, you know, you, you need to kind of work your way up. And yeah, maybe there's a good chance that it happened, but I guess at the same time, there's like a, a lot of other things that they kind of do that yeah, just kind of perpetuates this idea of like, you're just super rich kids with nothing but fake friends, you know, yeah. shout out Frank Ocean. <laughs> shout out. Um, so yeah, Frig, hopefully this thing gets uh, sorted out soon. Hopefully these people get their money back, but in the meantime, yeah, do we true. boycott Frings? Do we boycott Six on a Wave? I've never, been, like, I've never been. Yeah, I can't pay twenty five dollars oh, for no. a burger, man. No, I'm not. Come on now. Yeah, definitely not doing that. Um, hmm. If you boycott those restaurants, you're really boycotting Drake. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, if we boycott these restaurants, we're saying screw this the six god, basically, right? So that's, that's pretty much. So it. I'm in a sticky situation. <laughs> <laughs> I want to boycott them for you know screwing over basically my dad but also not trying to boycott drake not trying to boycott drake he means so much to you yeah i mean he's done a lot for ram riddles <laughs> who we'll be talking about in a few <laughs> minutes <laughs> Segway. good one Drake. but i think it's uh it's settled that we're all gonna never eat there mainly because of the price points but also because of uh screwing over your workers don't do that yeah yeah uh i'm gonna plug our curious cat page real quick if you've had any illegal or kind of outrageous things happen in your workplace let us know at curiouscat.me forward slash hot tub flip-flops we want to hear all about them we'll talk about it on our next show um because if these things happen man we gotta fight them we got labor laws for these things you know what i'm saying so we're gonna fight them but let's talk about what you just mentioned ram riddles Ram Rod, Ram and Deep. Ram Reezy. Ram Reezy. Are they calling him that? I'm calling him that. <laughs> That's going to be the... No, don't say that. That's the title of his next song. It's going to be... Like like Ram Rod was the title because of he gave himself that nickname. Yeah, what a great so Ram name. Ram Reezy is coming up. 
Um, but Ram Riddle, or Ram Riddles, sorry. Do you actually know him personally? <laughs> no, no. Do you Her. wish you did? <laughs> no. So, backstory here. I actually went to Ryerson at the same time that the Ramrod went there. And we were under sort of the similar program. So there's our big program, which is like business management, and his program's under that, and mine is too. And I always wondered, like, as a guy that's the same age as us, right? And, you know, he made a song. And Sweeter Man was that the song? Sweeter Man, yeah. And uh, Drake caught on to it, remixed it, and now he's somewhere else with it. So I kind of have a, like have a place in my heart for him, you know, just because you know he's from where's he from Saga or couldn't tell you. Um, okay, I'm I'm a big fan. Clearly, um, yeah, I don't know that. Uh, I don't know much about him besides that. I know that um, something that has always been kind of interesting about him is that. Uh, the comedy in his music is like intentional, um, mm. so it's not it's not on the same kind of front where like you listen to um, like Lil Yachty and I guess the same kind of deal. Like I guess people like him and Uzi Vert or whatever are like kind of comical, but maybe not as like it's funny because of like things that they do or say. But you look back and you're like, hey, it was kind of like a weird noise that they just made as like an ad. Though it's funny. Whereas like Ram Riddle's like very intentionally through his lyrics, it's like trying to be funny, trying to trying to kind of be gross almost you know okay, the things that's actually really good to know because okay because <laughs> you, you didn't li- did you listen to him at all before no okay and bef- okay so before coming on this pod krish was like can you listen to the album mm-hmm. and i was like all right i'll do it for you because you're a good friend thank you so i did it i li- and i listened to it twice because i was like all right i'm gonna try to be thorough here mm-hmm. and literally the fir- it was like the first three seconds of the album yes. i was like I already hate this so much. Wait, why? Because it, I don't even remember what the lyric was, but it was just like, it was so vulgar and gross. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. like why? It's good old ramrod for you. And that's like, that's what put me off rap for such a long time. Yeah. Like I only just started coming back around to rap really recently. Um, and so listening to Ram Reezy, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I can't do this. But there were a few songs that I was, like, kind of bopping to. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was pleasantly surprised. Okay. Mm. Something Nivik and I were talking about earlier, a lot of his sound, I suppose, Mm -hmm. uh, certainly has to be credited to Yegan, another Toronto producer who also went to Ryerson. Yeah, also same thing, yeah. Yeah, Um, who who produced Sweeter Man, and that was kind of, like, the big one. Uh, Are you familiar with the song Unforgettable by French Montana? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was also co-produced by him and yeah. a few others one mind yeah exactly um so that's kind of cool is that like yeah this kind of sound where like everything sounds like it's almost like underwater yeah that's like a big kind of theme i think in his music um but yeah i mean um what i said to Navek was that listening to ram riddles just in general i suppose is like eating raisin bran like raisin bran is only good when the raisins are there and the raisins in this context is Jaegen's production, okay? Okay. So in combination, it's, it's palatable. Like, Raisin Bran isn't anyone's favorite cereal, you know what I mean? But you eat it, and like, so long as you get a good mouthful of raisins, it's like, okay, <laughs> this is good. It's going to be good for me. My poop's going to be solid. You know, no big deal. But if you're at, like, the bottom of the bag, and it's just corn, or just, like, those bran flakes, bran. it is the it is the 
like the most unpleasant experience of your life. It's not sweet. Bran flake with like milk is like extra hard, extra crunchy, not very pleasant to eat. And you just have hard poops afterwards. And you have no positive memories. That's exactly how it wow, that's hard poops. What? It's, it's, just, I, I, it's, fibr- it's fibrous. You just have, you have solid hard poops. And the raisin helps? The raisin <laughs> just makes the experience more pleasant is what I'm trying to say. But you get hard Apparently. poops either way. Yeah, you get hard so poops either way. So basically don't have raisin bran. Yeah, basically don't raisin bran. Just eat raisins, <laughs> all right? Just eat the damn raisins. <laughs> just eat the damn raisins. And you'll poop. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, Bad analogy, guys. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's cool. No, I get I get what you're saying. Thanks, man. For sure. Uh, but Nivik, tell us what what do you think of the album? So, you know the production is strong on this album. I actually like the, the production. Shout out to Yegan. Yep. Um, and it's just the way he sings these lines. Like, they just fly over my head, and then I'll read something on Twitter, like, I'm overseas thinking about your ovaries. <laughs> like when he sung that, it just flew over my head because he's. He's kind of good. It was just so musical. <laughs> yeah, he's he has such a he has a voice for music. I said this earlier. Uh, Shadow Marusha, she was hating on the album as well, but I was like, <laughs> um, you know, I kind of like his voice. Like, there are a few other lines. Like, what's our uh, favorite one from Melon and Collie? <laughs> Please share that oh one. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, what? Where is that? Yeah, I thought. Honestly, what a song to open an album. <laughs> yeah, what a song. Appreciation. What was the line? Um, yeah, I thought she was Tamil. Told her I can see her camel. <laughs> you piece of <laughs> shit. This guy had to, you know? What? He also sampled uh, somebody that I used to know. Yeah. With the line, "So I'm just looking for somebody that you used to blow. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. How's rap dead? <laughs> Stop. I'm tired. Man, Ramrod. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I have very little to, to say about this, you know? Maybe you got to listen to it more. Um, you know, I was actually having a conversation with uh, one of my coworkers, uh, Jamil, about this. And um, I don't necessarily just feel this way about Ram Riddles. Ram Riddles is a, I suppose, a peculiar example because of his combination of like comedy and his music, you know? Where he kind of enters this different space where it's like, it's funny. Like, I, I can't you know, I can't not listen to those lines and laugh, right? But at the same time, it's like, this is being consumed as like an art form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, maybe it is because I'm I'm just used to it not kind of being in this like obnoxious space where I'm getting like frustrated or like I kind of roll my eyes at the music. Um, but regardless, different space, but a, a lot of these kind of like younger or newer artists that have come out, like Roy Woods is a prime example of an artist who, for where they're kind of coming from, a sound that they're they're trying to push, and but more importantly, where they're kind of coming from, specifically being in this GTA Toronto area. I'm excited that these people are getting a platform and they're getting the exposure. Like Maja Jordan, like fantastic. Their music is superb, and another you know another act that I think uh, is just like it's, it's great to see them kind of get the platform that they need. But a guy like Roy Woods is like I I'm not compelled by his music. Um, and it's something that like I want to listen to and I want to support, um, but upon listening to it, there's nothing that kind of like piques my interest. Um, and I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's if it's just the sound or um, if I feel like he finds himself in like a saturated market. I'm not sure. But Ram Riddles is like another example of someone who's like like you said, he went to Ryerson. You know, he's from like the suburbs. There's so much in terms of what we 
have in common outside of his music already that resonates with me. But then I listen to the music and there's there's nothing that catches me. I'm just like, oh, this guy is kind of a scumbag, you know? Um, and it, it almost kind of catches you in this like crossroads. You know, Drake is like another example of like someone where you're like, oh, you know, especially in like the early part of his career, you're like, oh, it's so exciting to support this guy. Grammy winning artist from Toronto, um, who's kind of doing a lot culturally for this city. But now it's like, do you really feel the same way <laughs> about him? You're like, ah, oh, like, are you really as proud to be like, yeah, I love Drake, you know? Uh, different space, because everyone still listens to Drake. Like, we all still listen to more life. We're not going to deny that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. How, how do you guys kind of feel about that? Do you, do you listen to Roy Woods? No, I actually okay. don't. He, um, he's one person I'm targeting here, but I mean, you know. I, I feel like I'm in the same place as you. Like, I really want to listen to him because... Um, I think Josh works closely with him. Josh. Josh Din. Okay. Shout out Josh Din. Um, uh, the, uh, someone who does work with the creator class. The, the Josh that I thought was going <laughs> to come with us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shout out Josh who's come on the show and shout out Neglectful. Both Joshes. That's right. <laughs> but anyways, um, continue, sorry. He, yeah, and I, like I'm in that space where I want to be supportive, but I just... I just can't. Sometimes it doesn't catch you. Yeah. It yeah, exactly. Kind of catch you, right? Um, it's like, yeah, what can you do? But, you know, so long as we support in other ways, I guess. It's <laughs> yeah. like it's like the grandma's just like, ah, I don't know if I really understand it, but I still support you because you're, you're doing good, you know? You're making art, so. As long yes. as his name gets tossed around, right? <laughs> Once or <laughs> twice. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Also, do you ever wonder why Drake did what he did? Because during that period, I think it was 2015, or 2014 and 2015, and he was just remixing certain songs, mm-hmm. and you know the Drake touch pretty much it would blow up. Yeah, it's like and like the Midas touch. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he was a superstar. He still is, right? And he chose to remix Ram Rail's song. Right. You know, and there's a reason for that. Like maybe who knows? Maybe he thought he did for it was funny, it was comedic, or he took it seriously. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I'm gonna take this kid from you know. Saga City, <laughs> take him to the World City. <laughs> so. Oh man, yeah. really good one. <laughs> <laughs> the World City. Is he touring worldwide? Is he on world tour? No, but you know, I thought about what if he performs at Ryerson? That'd be great. It'd be wild if they paid him like I don't know whatever amount of money. Uh, well, <laughs> he'll probably he'll probably get that money. Like you know about the Ryerson scandal, six hundred k or whatever that was paid to Drake. Oh yeah, like there was there was all kinds of uh, talks about that because Drake performed at Ryerson last summer, um, and then there was uh, yeah like you know every year a student uh, you know your student count or main student association has to put out their uh, their like their fi- their numbers from the year mm-hmm. where all this kind of money went. There was like six hundred thousand dollars <laughs> that wasn't accounted for. And like it just had Drake written all over it. Like, hold on a second. Um, so there was like a lot of uproar around that. Um, but yeah, I mean, schools get schools get big budgets. Like, uh, not too long ago, like under ten. I want to say, I want to say under ten years ago, York had Kanye West perform for them. Really? Yeah. Like they get they get pretty decent budgets. Like uh, the school that Victoria and I went to, Trent University, gets like no budget now. Uh, nor did they ever really have a big budget. But yeah, most. Most Toronto schools have like minimum like 40, 50K to put towards an artist. So, didn't we have someone come to Trent? Uh, we had a, a lot of like really bad people come, a lot of good people 
um, that came like before we were there. Like uh, I think the Arkells were there. They're pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we had like classified. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Cardinal official at my high school. Really? That's, that cool? that's pretty I sick. I mean, he's just a legend. So <laughs> shout out to being in the same space as him. <laughs> Cardi breathing the same yeah, air. Exactly, exactly. The only Cardi we know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, kind of weird. I mean, if Ram Riddles ever gets to perform at Ryerson, that would be full circle for him. You know, didn't finish his program, gets to perform at the university. <laughs> Maybe he gets an honorary degree. Imagine Wait, how cool. Wow. Yeah, he's twenty-three. There's so many young artists now. Yeah. I just saw Khalid recently. He's 19. Oh, what was that like? He's yeah, like, you're a rebel, right? Yeah, oh my gosh. Rebel is massive. Yeah. Big. And did you know covers like $60? What? Who's trying to pay $60? I'm like paying $5 at the door at Junction in Peterborough. Yeah. Shout out Junction. <laughs> I'm no, like, no really don't even want to go in. Yeah. It's crazy. But so yeah. Wait, hold on. So you, what do you mean? Oh, like on like a regular club on night? On a you regular mean? club wow. night, yeah. Yeah. How much was the ticket? Fifteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was twenty-five. Okay, that's, that's still pretty good. Yeah. How many was it? Full to the brim? Yeah, it was. There were over three thousand people. Wow, good. For, crazy. Good what? for him. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. amazing. And what was what was it like seeing him perform? Like, what was his kind of like his, his performance aura? like? Yeah. Oh my gosh, he very entertaining. Yeah. Um, spoke a lot less than I expected him to. Cause you know how when artists perform, they like take some time to say thank yous and stuff. Yeah. He just went from song to song to song, which kind of surprised me, but I don't know, mm. to each his own. Yeah. Um, but yeah, super entertaining, super just like down to earth seeming. He came out in like sweatpants. Um, <laughs> so cozy. Yeah. Yeah. He was wearing this like completely plaid like tr- suit <laughs> at first, <laughs> and then he Pretty ripped sick. his pants. So he had to go backstage and change, and then he came out in sweatpants. Oh, not bad. Yeah, it's dope. And does he have? Do you have like people dancing and stuff? Does he? Does he dance at all? He does a bit of dancing. Wow, yeah. that's pretty he cool. He does a little bit mm. of Millie rocking. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> okay. People need to see my Millie rock. Let me just say this. Oh, you, you Millie rock. Yeah, I go hard with mm. the bear claws. Really? On every block? <laughs> On every single <laughs> block. Flipping block. Every, <laughs> every single <laughs> goddamn mother flipping block. Um, that's cool. That's I imagine that to be a really good show. Rebel, yeah, Rebel's a weird space. Uh, for anyone who doesn't listen, Rebel used to. Uh, Rebel is like a new nightclub, I suppose. That's like super, super large. A lot of good concerts happen there. It used to be um, a place called the Sound Academy, which is a lot smaller um, in Toronto. Uh, but yeah, Rebel is like is massive. As you said, three thousand people can be mm-hmm. held in the space. So you can imagine how big it is. Um, so I think any artist getting to go there. Nivek and I saw Skepta there in April. Mm. And we were super far back because, yeah, just like hordes and hordes of people. Yeah. Um, and especially because everyone's like at the same level. It's not like an inclined floor. It's not like the Danforth Music Hall or it's not like the ACC kind of deal. You really feel the, feel the distance. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's something that I think you and I felt. Um, which is, I don't know. I don't know how you feel, but I never really like having to watch an artist on like a screen off to the sides which yeah. i think uh, nivek and i've i've talked to nivek before about why i don't like large music festivals and i think that's another reason why is because i end up just watching them on a screen mm-hmm. um it doesn't feel the same as another kind of concert i suppose mm. um but yeah super super big space that's cool who else are you trying to see what are some other concerts you have tickets for or are trying to get um, tickets for <laughs> so i have tickets for glass animals nice in october i think um, that one's super exciting. I bought two tickets, but I don't have anyone to go with. So uh, if anyone wants to go with me, okay, 
there's one ticket available. Wow, for free or $15 or? Yeah, maybe maybe like a bubble tea or two. Well, that's very generous. It's affordable. Yeah, <laughs> do you want to just shout out your phone number on there? <laughs> yeah, so my phone here. number, address, personal email, yeah. everything. Just give me your address, that's <laughs> enough. Yeah. You can find me um, at Banana Republic, slaving away at Markville Mall. Wow. Oh yeah, Markville, huh? Yeah. Is that? Um, oh yeah, Markville, huh? Oh, shit. Oh, I used oh, to. Oh shit. <laughs> had some. Oh man, back when I was trying to hustle. Did you, you have know. some memes at Markville? Markville memes. Some. When I was like 16, when I was 15, 16, I used to go to malls and just apply, hand out my resumes to all the stores, and then I realized. All the best buys. No, back then I wanted to do clothing. Like I wanted mm. to work at any clothing store that take me, mm. so that I could one day move up and move up and creative design or whatever yeah um but yeah and then i i had no experience so none of them wanted to even give me a look which makes sense and then i realized oh you have to lie on your resume to get a uh, retail job yep. but shout to shout to markville mall yeah how's uh how's this job being treating you then um it's been good i really like the people that i work with except one person Yo, this is the talk space, to, man. Talk to him. Listen, listen. Navek and I, in it's it's super funny. Like for the most part, I'd like to think we're we're pretty progressive people. We don't really in like in in all seriousness, we don't stand for hate, but we also <laughs> throw so much shade. It's like awful. It's like a very very bad uh, bad dichotomy that we yeah, kind of look through. There's a lot of hate this episode. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, let's let's kill the hate. More love, more love. No, it's okay. I <laughs> love working at Banana Republic. But you hate this one individual, so, you know, that's Which, what it is. Who I haven't had to work with in a long time, so all good. All love. Because you killed her. Because <laughs> oh. I ran over her with my car today. Oh, God. Okay, yes. Death. <laughs> wow. Dark turns. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you, uh, I would love to hear more about this, uh, a small experience, a small stint that you had uh, working at this uh, food catering place that I know you told me you had so much so much fun oh, please, oh my God. please tell the people all about all right how much so fun if you about. ever get this opportunity <laughs> please don't take <laughs> basically what it was was i was serving at banquet halls like during events so mm -hmm. the first one that i did was a charity fundraiser so a bunch of rich business white people mm -hmm. um came to the banquet hall for a luncheon so we were like serving them salad and calling it a lunch and just salmon and shit. Vomit. Sorry, um, continue. And then the second one that I did, this my second and last one that I did <laughs> was actually in Brampton, which was a mission for me because I'm from Markham. Um, but yeah, I was in Brampton and it was a Jewish wedding, which was actually really cool, like a really cool um, thing to witness. Mm -hmm. um, just as like a little background information, they separate the genders. So in a massive space there is a line in the middle of the space like a gym divider and the men go on one side and the women go on the other side and they like never interact in during the reception whoa yeah I, and they're served like different food too it's really interesting whoa really so wedding and reception they don't interact um they they sit together during the ceremony but then after the ceremony when they come in for like the dinner and partying and stuff it's all separate whoa wait like mm. the partying is separate too mm -hmm. two separate whoa. parties yeah whoa two separate dance floors and everything. okay if anyone knows more ab about you know the uh some explanation behind some of this please let us know because yeah. we're trying to figure this out 
that's kind of dope. Mm-hmm. Um, but why'd you stop after? Oh yeah, okay. Why'd so you stop after just two. Back two to stints? the original question. So at first, it sounded like such a dope opportunity because it was all cash, so like no taxes. Straight oh, cash, homie. Exactly, and it was like what sixteen an hour or something like that. It was something ridiculous. I was like, this is more money than I've ever made in my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I was like so excited to do it. I go to the first event, the luncheon, and we're serving a bunch of white people, but the servers are all Asian, like we're all Chinese. And my Cantonese isn't like great, but it's not bad. So I can hold a conversation with someone and I'm not stupid. So, so you can also tell when someone's talking shit about yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So this was my first time ever doing something like this, right? Because I've worked in food before. Like I worked at Dairy Queen and then also Yo-Yo's and Peterborough, shout out Carol Ann and Ted. Um, and yeah, but I've never actually served. So I was just so confused about how I had to do everything because things had to go out at a certain time and like you're supposed to serve on the right and take from the left and like you can't do certain things and this and that and there were so many rules that no one told me about yeah were you given any training whatsoever or you Um, just thrown into the fire it was like training on the spot right yeah so i was like it was mad stressy um and then i would go in and ask someone for help in english first but then if they didn't understand then i'd turn to cantonese and this one lady literally just looked at me and then walked away and i was like okay great sick good chat yeah, yeah exactly and there was at one point there was these two women who were talking and i could like i can understand chinese very well so i knew that they were talking shit about me just saying like oh like this new girl's coming in and like she doesn't even know what she's doing like this and that and i was like bro like i'm trying to ask questions and like ask you how to do things but you're not giving me any time of day so it was just it was just the worst thing ever i went home and i was just like crying and my mom's like you have to do it a second time because this is probably just like one bad experience which was true um because the jewish wedding was a lot better it was a different crowd of servers Mm -hmm. and they were a lot nicer um but yeah, so that first experience was just awful. Damn. I know. Damn. Well, you're freed up now. Thankfully, you're just holding it down at Banana Thank Republic. God. Um, something this this kind of made me think about, um, which I I guess Navek and I haven't really talked about on or off the pod before. Um, but something I'm super curious to kind of ask you, particularly within um, within like your own culture, do you find that there is like a lot of uh, I don't know what the best word to kind of describe this, but like a lot of kind of just like shade tossed yeah. tossed at Chinese people to other Chinese people, whether they know them or not. Because something that's certainly relevant within the Tamil community is like within even families too. You know, is just like I mean, family drama is family drama, and mm-hmm. that exists. You know, but um, but there is like almost like a I don't want to say lack of support, but oh yeah, kind of like a yeah, lack of support. Definitely. This like hesitancy and the skepticism that like other people within your race or your ethnic group are like are not as don't have the shits like you do you know what i mean right. um and it's like a very trippy thing and it's not commonplace well it is kind of commonplace within within people within our generation um Vicky and i i i think it's fair to say that we both experienced that you know this like this like um the whole like uh, sizing people up and, and on top of that also being a like, oh, this person ain't shit kind of deal obviously it's a different story in what you kind of experience with 
these people talking in different language or using a different language to just like talk shit behind your back mm-hmm. kind of deal. But is that something you've experienced before? Is that the first time you've experienced that? Being like, yo, like, yo, why can't you just help a homie <laughs> out kind of deal? You know what We're I mean? the same color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, seriously. But I mean, it, it for the most part, like I think, especially living in like a, a place where you're not a majority, that's something you, we find comfort in, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you see someone who <laughs> looks the same as you and like later you're like, hey, like, are you Tamil? Like, yeah, I'm Tamil. It's like, oh, sick, you know? Oh, um, thank God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, there, yeah, there certainly is comfort in it, right? Um, and is that, like, yeah, do you, is that something you feel is relevant within the community or at least within, like, what you've experienced within Markham or wherever it is? Um, yes. Now that I think about it and that you put the thought in my mind, I've definitely seen stuff like that before. Mm. Um, on like the grander scheme of things, I found that a lot of people who are from Hong Kong are like really adamant about being from Hong Kong and right. like not being from China or like Chinese, I guess. Not necessarily being associated with the rest of the country. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they'll very specifically say I'm from I'm from Hong Kong or like my parents are from Hong Kong. Um, And I get it, kind of, because it is a different... Like, Hong Kong does have its own culture separate from China, but also China is just such a huge space that, like, different parts of China have their own culture too, right? Right. Um, But, yeah, I feel like my... Like, thinking back on it, my mom and her family are from this really, really tiny village in China, um, and they speak this dialect of... (laughs) Chinese that me and my cousins called alien language, which nice. is so rude. <laughs> yeah, it's <was> pretty bad. <laughs> but anyway, that's just what we called it when we were growing up. So now we just call it that. Yeah. Um, but up until probably a few years ago, that dialect was very um, rarely heard in like Markham and the GTA. Okay. And so if like if you ever heard that. Well, if my mom ever heard it, she would always like gravitate towards those people and be like, oh my God, are you from this so-and-so village? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, on the other spectrum of that, there's the people who aren't from that village who hear that language and they're like, oh, like these mainland China, like villagers, you know what I mean? And then there's that kind of like discrimination there, Um, which is just like thinking about it now. It's just so crazy because how in this time and age are we not like not supporting each other and not coming together with our like people who are similar to us you know what i mean and like supporting each other i don't know yeah exactly kind of dropping all those other things i mean i don't want to say it's nice to know oh it's really nice to know there's like uh, (laughs) shade being tossed around to other communities but uh certainly is a relevant relevant thing you know for for so many people something to to kind of think more about i mean you can definitely talk on some of those experiences for sure eh? oh yeah so much shit talking um with their own relatives you know and it's almost to the point where it's a part of our culture because almost every family does it every family party there's a section that's like talking about a certain person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's trying something different or just doing something that's uh not the regular so they have to you know uh offer their criticism for whatever reason they can't let someone win peacefully you know you gotta tear them down a little which is what i hate you know like that's and that kind of um links to you know younger people younger 
you know, POCs who don't necessarily support each other, especially in our community, you know, yeah. not a lot of people support one another, especially creatives. Yeah. You know, and that, unfortunately, that uh, older um, little bit is like spilling over to the youth yeah. as well, which is terrible. And, you know, Stop talking shit about people. <laughs> Let people live. As we're out here just adding Vic on. That's like, the Yo, talk as much shit as you can. Oh, yeah. We're also doing that. But that's that's with reason. We got to talk shit about the leads. About the bad right? people of the world, right? But, huh? About the bad people, right? Yeah. So, you know, this is the, the phrase for the episode. Let people live. Let people live, man. Eh? That's it. <laughs> that's all you got to do. That's right. We certainly need to uh, need to let people live. <laughs> on that topic, well, you know who we don't need to let live? We don't need to let live. This <laughs> is a segue. We don't need to let live white dudes who are selling oh West Indian food on tricycles <laughs> in fucking Toronto. Is that in Toronto? Yeah, that was 100% Toronto. That. Um, basically, oh there was... Uh, on He's like the whitest dude, too. <laughs> yeah, so we, we found this, this image on Twitter of the... There's a white dude on like a tricycle selling doubles. For those who don't know what a double is, I'm probably going to butcher this too, but my understanding is um, from Trinidad, I guess Trinidad and Tobago is like a, I don't know if it's a birthplace. Someone please correct me on this one, but Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago is like one place that certainly um, makes and kind of created this food. Doubles are essentially these like rotis, these fried, deep fried rotis that people put kind of like potato curry or a curry in between them. Yeah, and just munch on them like a sandwich. It was originally called doubles because people would buy the roti and then they would buy the potato curry and just kind of like rip and eat it like you regularly would. And eventually some people would come around and be like, like I don't I don't have the time to like rip it and eat it. So why don't you just... Sandwich it? Yeah, why don't you just give me a double and then just wrap yeah. it up. Uh, okay. um, but anyways, <laughs> we see this photo and it's like the, the most like whitest fucking Robert hildebrand from (laughs) milton ontario i don't know what he did he just like watched a viceland video or something and uh yeah just decided to start to sell doubles in this place and yeah a lot of people on twitter were were going off which is kind of funny um i think someone someone had captured me like y'all like we gotta stop bringing our white friends with us when we go back to like visit the motherland um because we're just gonna be out here exploiting our shit um Mm. (laughs) i haven't we haven't seen any white people take on Sri Lankan food which is probably a good thing mainly I'm, I'm waiting for that to happen you think so I'm waiting to see like George's cut the roti that would be perfect it would no nah, it can't happen the only you know what the thing is though is that it uh, Sri Lankan food hasn't been hasn't become like fashionable yet um, so until that point you know that's what we'll do we'll do right now we'll make Tamil food fashionable I mean like it, even in the city like uh, what someone someone else was commenting and I, I don't know I haven't researched into it, and I don't know if you can even attest to this either, but someone was like, oh, there are even, like, Chinese spots in the city which are just, like, run by just, like, white dudes, or, like, all white people just, like, making, like, Korean food, making Japanese food. Um, and on one hand, it's like, I, I suppose you can respect them for, like, learning the art form, but this, at the same time, it just doesn't seem right, <laughs> you know? Um, it just doesn't seem right, so... We'll throw a little bit more shade on them. We'll sprinkle a little bit more shade on those guys uh, to figure out what they're doing. Maybe we have it all twisted. Maybe there's white people in Trinidad Tobago. We're gonna pull up on this guy. Maybe like, he's like mixed. <laughs> 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 That's yeah. This is like the car. Hey guys, it's on my blood. I took a Ancestry.com test and uh, turns out I'm 15% West Indian. Maybe. Who knows? 
but that's the last bit of shade we'll throw at this guy. Hey, you don't see me driving a car that says uh, Navek's potato salad. <laughs> all right, I'm not stealing your culture, your rich culture. Are right, your potato salads and <laughs> potato what else? salads <laughs> and mayonnaise sandwiches? No, I'm good. <laughs> so don't do that to their cultures. It's that easy. Like, don't do that. Victoria, yay or nay, mayonnaise? Yay. <laughs> More beef. Spark is beefed again between the. Okay, here's another one. This is Yo, part of my soup oh it up. Oh my. Okay, go. So Let's, I'm just gonna say. Right should we now. should we go into soup it up right now and just let people go around in a circle? Oh, it's time actually, for it is. do the drop. Soup it up. Shout out Anna. We miss that guy. You're back. Go ahead, Navek. Soup it up. Um, so my soup it up kind of segues into this, where I was at work at this undisclosed store, and. I was dealing with a customer after a customer. Just, ah, why did you ruin my credit? You ruined my chance of getting a mortgage. Ah, why didn't you help me get the phone? Actually, true story, I ruined someone's chance of getting a mortgage. <laughs> we'll talk about that in another episode because I made a big mistake. Who knew that cell phone companies are linked to mortgages and credit? I mean, we did oh know that, but God. sorry, uh, Mr. That could have been my mom. No, it's a white dude. So <laughs> no, but nothing. It's all good. Um, I would definitely, if it was a... Okay, let's keep it a buck. If it was a POC, I'd be like super careful. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bring you know, the um, the people that are getting all the hate. I'm not bringing them Already down. Already struggling. Facts. <laughs> and so, anyways, I was at that job, and then um, this girl was like, "Oh, I'm gonna grab a pizza for all of us." I'm like, oh, "That's very generous of you. That's amazing." And she got the pizza. She came back, and then I was like, "I go to the back. I open up the the box, and I see." Um, pineapple all over this pizza and now i'm a respectful person if somebody buys <laughs> i'm a respectful person hey bro you stink you should get the other <laughs> never put pineapples on my pizza so yeah exactly well it's not my pizza that's the thing if somebody's paying for a whole pizza right it's not my place to be like why would you toss that disgusting pineapple on a pizza ruin it so i just i fell back and I complained to other coworkers. I was like, why <laughs> would you, you pass ruin a, a perfect pizza by tossing fruit on it? Why? Do you not bang with pe- pineapple on pizza? Victoria? I love pineapple on of pizza. This guy's <laughs> like, of course. You also weird. hate deodorant. <laughs> and anybody that uses deodorant, as you said earlier. <laughs> I didn't even say that. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my. Okay. okay. What is your beef with pineapple on pizza? Like, what? Don't, what's your favorite pizza? Cheese? <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> Cheese, that's keep it simple. Cheese on keep, pizza. I'm surprised your coworker didn't say, "Hey, Nabik, I didn't put pork on it because I know you're a brother of the Islam." And I just <laughs> Actually, she to said that first. Oh he's my like, god! He's like, "Why didn't put any beef on it?" <laughs> I was like, "All right, um, no, I eat, I eat beef, uh, Kellyanne." <laughs> I eat, uh, <laughs> oh man! Uh, shout to her. Shout to Keely. She's not gonna listen to this, but shout to her though. Um, but anyways, yes. So tell you, us how you, you know. love that uh, terrible pizza. All right. So what else was on the pizza? It was a Hawaiian. Oh, okay. You know Hawaiian pizza was created by some dumb Canadian. <laughs> like <laughs> Hawaiians are not out here being like, yeah, this is how we like our pizza. They're like, hey, <laughs> why did our name get tossed into this shit idea? <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm impartial. I don't really give a shit about whether pineapples on pizza or not. Flavor wise, it makes sense. You have this like salty cheese it. base and something sweet why pineapple got chosen as a pizza and why they got associated with hawaiians <laughs> i have no idea some dumb idiot named uh eddie probably came up with it probably carl carl yeah exactly 
Carl sounds right. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. Just let people do their thing. I feel like just let them live. Just let them live. live, live. Oh. Yeah, mm. you bum. Um, so I'm the the fault the in this whole episode. I'm the one with the with the errors. Yeah, man. We just gotta learn to love, renovate. It's okay, man. I'm gonna slip. Here's the thing: is like, okay, think of like another salty and sweet combination that you enjoy. Do you enjoy chocolate covered pretzels? Yeah, of course. That's okay, delicious. One. Um, yeah. Do you enjoy um, dipping fruit in fondue? You know, I actually don't. Okay. Okay. So there's fair French enough. fries and ice cream. Uh, of course not. <laughs> yeah. You, what the fuck? I'm calling the police right now. <laughs> Why would That's, you? I've never heard that what? one before. Are you serious? No. Yeah. Never. Where was your? What did you do in your childhood? I ate fruit separately and fries <laughs> separately. That's someone was like, "Here's your hamburger. Here's your fries. That's it." And I was like, "Oh, sick! This is perfect alone." What like, about ice cream? Um, yeah, just put it in a bowl. It's ready <laughs> All to right, go. No, you have to try <laughs> McDonald's fries and then a McDonald's ice cream cone. Mm, okay, I probably won't. <laughs> but, like, um, yeah, no. <laughs> honestly, anyone who agrees with me, put it on the Curious Cat. Yeah. If- does pineapple belong on pizza? Can you do polls? Yeah, uh, maybe. On the Twitter. The Twitter. On, on, on the Twitter. Yeah, we need to step up our Twitter game, don't we? Yeah. We'll figure that out. How do we step up our Twitter game? Also, tell us on our curiouscat.me forward slash high top flip flops. How do we up our Twitter game? How do we make ourselves more present on the internet? Let's keep the soup it ups going. Victoria, do you have a soup it up to share with us? Do you have soups Ooh. to share with us? I have a lot of soups because I, every time I listen to an episode, and I hear your soup it up bits, I'm like, ah, oh, I have a good one. But I never write them down, so I can't remember. Okay. Um, but the, the most relevant one that I have right now is, okay, actually, this is perfect because I need a male's opinion on this. Why do you play games? Right. Tea report. <laughs> Get your tea ready. <laughs> Okay. Got We're some hot sip, tea for <laughs> sipping on some bubble teas. Y'all get your popcorn and Samira, ready. Yeah. Okay, so Shots break this Jesus. break this down All top right. to bottom for us. As, right. as crystal clear as it can be. So I'm going to try to make it as crystal clear as can be without being bait. You can say names. We'll, we we got mad editing skills. Yeah. Like I could. I'm pretty good at editor, okay? <laughs> Chris is amazing editing. <laughs> yeah, his two, his two minutes of editing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually take a Beginning long time, okay? Anyways. Um, all right. I'm just, maybe I'm reading the signs wrong, but if you're going to text me and be like, and tell me how special I am, and then, Ooh. like, you don't just Ooh. say that to anyone. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so who is this person? What is your pre-existing relationship with this individual? Um, started as a friendship. Okay. And then, like, eventually never went to dating but we disclosed our feelings for each other okay okay and then um a series of events happened making her sitting here freaking cross-legged just like <laughs> hands on he's like mm, yeah, 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 like, just, like sweating <laughs> um hyper shout out to all the hyperhidrosis gang oh, yeah. what is that oh so it's a condition where you <laughs> sweat where, where you really need deodorant Oh, well, saucy. Okay, no. Um, <laughs> this is actually natural sweat. So even in the winter, you'll start sweating. Palms, pits, mm. mainly the palms. Like, I'll shake whoever's hand. It'll be like, oh, you're nervous? No, I'm not nervous. <laughs> to, no, I'm not nervous to meet you, Methuselah. I'm, I'm just 
this is how I am yeah. naturally. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> yeah. So you know we're still working on a cure. Okay. Twenty twenty, we come in with the. You know cure. what? I support that. If you need donations or anything, I'll. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm. Much needed. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Please continue. Sorry, I have a very um, short attention span. It's okay. But yeah, so we were talking, and I just—I don't know. I don't know if this individual is particularly bad at texting, or if all of a sudden he's lost interest, like a couple of days in the week. Mm. <laughs> but I don't know. Okay, if you—if you told the girl that you liked her, and then like expressed interest in dating um but then just low like he didn't even ghost me that's the thing he didn't even completely cut off it's just like the conversation was a bit stifled okay so explain stifled to us do you feel okay so i'm just gonna throw this out there and then you tell me it sounds about right do you feel like it went from um, so this is another word that I really like to use because Victoria previously described to me this situation as wheeling another uh, another man. But oh, I yeah, mean, I you're out here chopping, bro. Cho- yo, who's out here chopping? Yo, who's out here I've been trying chops, to bro? wheel this guy for four months, okay? <laughs> okay. Like, so. okay, so, we're committed here. And you're saying, and you're saying, you were also telling me this guy like dips at it for a while. Like he hasn't been in the country. Yeah, he dipped for a bit. Okay. So did he tell you he's dipping, or he just stopped? No, he told me. We knew. Okay. Yep. So you knew this was happening. The four months passed by. Were you guys talking while the four months? Yep. Okay. Um, could you tell any like changes in behavior or changes in feelings while Mandem was out here? Where was he? Um, undisclosed location. Okay. Fair. Iceland. Yeah. We'll call it Iceland. Iceland. Yeah. Um, yes and no. Like, yes, I could. I had a feeling um, because... Honestly, he just he just started s- seeming really uninterested. Okay. But at the same time, every now and then he'd throw in like a cheeky text and I'd be like, "Hey, this is really throwing me off." Curveballs. Like I don't know what's happening. Right. So uh So do you feel like it went from friendship, signs of interest back to just regular friendship with these like curveballs? Yeah. You know what? Now that I'm talking about it, I think I I think I've been friend-zoned. Hmm. I think that's a safe assumption to yeah. make. So before you both told each other about your feelings towards each other and it was mutual. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, so let's say this was in like March and then four months went by and then nothing. And then you're just still talking to each other. Yeah. But in like a friendlier, it's leaning towards a friendlier way. Yeah. It's like, okay. yeah, friendly. Hmm. And has any conversation <laughs> had been like struck up again about what was spoken about in the past being that there's mutual interest? Um, not any explicit conversation. Okay. Okay. But I have really been explicit with my feelings. So, and there's been no reciprocation. So I'm thinking that it's a done deal. Hmm. I need to hop off the Titanic, don't I? So what I can say is that I can tell that he's being very disrespectful. I say this because uh, you guys are friends prior. Mm-hmm. So there's a relationship there mm-hmm. where you just like each other, right? 
And then once you make it to that point of disclosing feelings, you're looking at me like that. Sorry, sorry. I don't mean to look at you. I'm, lo- I'm listening intently. It's so funny because you're like looking at me like, oh, I was going to talk some bullshit. I'm so sorry. I'm uh, really sorry, man. No, I'm listening cool, intently. Cool. I'm listening intently. You don't know this. Maybe maybe it's like that. Yeah. But anyways. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't and know then disclosing the feelings is a huge step. That means you're committing to this. Yeah, exactly. So That's he, what I'm saying. If he pulls out after disclosing the feelings... He's an ass. Pull out game week. Damn. That's, that's <laughs> that's Irrelevant, yeah, but that's, that's all I have to say, really. No, I 100% agree. If you're not explicit after the fact, then what did the pre-existing relationship like, really Like, why mean? was yeah. there even a point in saying that in the first place? Why was your build-up, right? Hmm. Exactly. What is this game? Okay. So he is, you're right. You're right in this position. He's playing a game for whatever fun, reason. So... Um, this is a, a question I have for you is that if he were to explicitly disclose that the feeling wasn't mutual mm-hmm. would you still be interested in continuing a friendship with him um yeah 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 okay well, that's fair so I, I don't think it well I guess it's like a tricky spot I mean it might it might <laughs> it might involve you just being like yo dog what's really good <laughs> Uh, because like at that point you are then like granted the closure to mm-hmm. heal or not even necessarily heal but also just like taking the gut freaking like, move on yeah, exactly exactly because yeah. four months man long time dude on iceland you know i i let's think about next step what's the next course of action here so the next step i would you know offer is to just be straight up like what are you what are you doing here with him right because you're just gonna keep wondering if um, none of you address it, it's just gonna be up in wonders, and you don't want to waste time, you know. You're right. Yeah. So I mean, we let's craft. We could craft this. <laughs> we'll craft this text right now, guys. Oh this essay body. This. Write this text. Hello, uh, Reginald. <laughs> it is. It is I, Victoria here. Tis I. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, I think it's worth shooting that shot, you know. Yeah. Because um, at the end of the day, man is out in Iceland, you know. Maybe it's just going to be out in Iceland for a lot longer. Maybe you'll have that that time away, like physically, right? Um, which is always, I mean, <laughs> listen, guys, I have no relationship experience <laughs> to work off of you. So I'm just, I'm just out here throwing some, uh, throwing some ideas out in the air. But I figure physical proximity is always like a, or lack of physical proximity is a good thing to kind of have in terms of like letting yourself move on or, mm-hmm. or kind of gather your clearing your headspace. Clearing headspace, exactly. Um, but I mean, yeah, until then, I think one, my guy, sort your shit out. Reginald. Yeah. Reginald, Reginald. you gotta be explicit out here. Uh, it hurts to say sometimes cause yeah, maybe, maybe on his end. Yeah. He's just being a, being a bum scum and, and doesn't want to say it, but saying it is, is like peeling off the bandaid, right? If not, we're just slowly ripping this guy off. Get soggy. Exactly. If you have hairy legs like me, it's like very painful so that is the only advice we have to offer you today was this thanks. was this uh thanks for was this beneficial well it was beneficial like talking about it you that's know? good so that's good it always thanks, is thanks for listening thanks yeah. literally to all the listeners for listening <laughs> to my strike out yeah <laughs> hey we all we don't strike out we don't hit homers every time we just pass it we just, we just pass <laughs> what? i don't know we just pass out that's so happens to me when I uh, try to disclose feelings, I just, I, I really, pass her. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's so all that's ever happened to me. Just kidding. 
Not kidding. And to all the young <laughs> men, to all the young men listening, you know, I know we're at an age where you think you're young and you can just make rash decisions, wild out a little. But, you know, don't do that. Be, be straightforward from the beginning. How about that? Be straight up from the beginning. Yeah. That'll solve everything mm-hmm. from the beginning. But since you're, you know, you're changing your mind six months in, eight months in. No, don't Trip do that. Don't, and back, you know? don't do that to people, you know, because people have lives and they need to live those lives. That's right. And you're a block. Get out the way, you cock. No. <laughs> uh, well, that's true because, it, yeah, but no. Um Here's my yeah. here's my question for you guys, uh, based on what you kind of just said. Are feelings worth getting hurt if they're only hurt after receiving the truth? So in this case, it's like, you know, is it worth it? It's like you know what you have to say, your 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 honest feelings, your honest opinion is something that is, is going to hurt the other person. Is it is it always worth it to still express it because the person is then? in the clear my answer would be yes the answer 100% would always be yes because it's like if not then then in this in the same case you are playing the game right no matter how long you prolong it no matter how many like sign quote unquote signs you throw or like your distance or whatever it is signals if it's not explicit then this person can't fully get that closure or fully be hurt and then have time to heal hmm tricky question i suppose but it at the same time it doesn't it doesn't seem that hard right it's like oh you just be honest and move on from there but it doesn't it not always do we want to hear mm-hmm. what exactly. we anticipate we're gonna mm-hmm. we're about to hear right that's also a part of life and growth you know you gotta take those you're gonna get some no's you're gonna get some yeses you know yeah and it's gonna hurt it's going to hurt like when that girl leaves you after you pay the bill and she just ducks out the bathroom window and then steals your your car, which you paid a lot of money for, and then goes and Snapchats her driving your car and then throws your car over a cliff, Melissa. Where'd you all go for dinner? Oh, we went to um this like nice little spot like um, Olive Garden. Scar- <laughs> Papa Giuseppe. No, that never happened. Oh, Papa Giuseppe. <laughs> Shout out Papa Giuseppe. No. Yeah. No shots to Mississauga, though. <laughs> that was poor credit. Because so they gave me a go. parking ticket. <laughs> oh, that's I have right. eight parking tickets, by the way. <laughs> have you not paid them? No, I paid them, unfortunately. But you don't want to pay this to the government, of all people. That's right. Shout out all our friends from the uh, West End, but no shots for parking enforcement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, shouts to Mississauga's bred a lot of great people. A lot know? of great people. A lot of dope people. But... Stop giving your boy tickets. <laughs> so. Maybe stop parking illegally. Yeah. Today. <laughs> On the contrary. Hey, man. Yeah, I didn't okay. know, bro. I just, I just didn't know. So you sometimes you gotta. That's okay. That. We're At be least up parking testing. tickets don't go on your record, though. That is good. So. Yeah. Unless you're in the vacant, you have like 13, they're like, hey, we might put this on your record. Cause <laughs> also, real quick, yesterday I was driving, right? <laughs> and this this guy on a bike comes, he's coming towards me. He cuts me off and, and like by accident he I don't know how he messes up riding a bike, but he like <laughs> almost hits my possible. car. He's hit, and then I hard brake, I destroy the brakes on my car, <laughs> and then he smiles and he like wait does this ha. I'm like yo if I, I I was this close to hitting you and then you and then catching a case yeah. Is that and aggravated having, assault and murder? Is that murder? No murder. I wouldn't have killed him, but I would have injured him and it's he would have um definitely um you know. 
racked up some cash. Yeah. Because I would have done the same, let's be real. <laughs> but, yo, come on, just like, you see the car I'm driving, like, just let me off. <laughs> you know? Yeah, let bro. Me. Yeah. I'm not a. I'm not a guy. I'm not Bentley. <laughs> Is that one of the guys? Uh, Levi. Oh. Kyle <laughs> Levi. Kyle ben, Bentley. Yeah. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle <laughs> Bentley. Yeah. <laughs> shout out those guys. No shout out for those guys. Listen, we've pretty much reached the end of this podcast. Uh, this has been way too much fun. Victoria, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having um, me. Well, you've, you. got, you've got a pretty eventful couple of weeks coming. You're going on a little road trip, aren't you? Yeah. Where are you going? Please tell us about it. <laughs> you're just going to be telling Yeah. Um, so us. actually, I'm leaving on Tuesday the 29th. Okay. Um, my friend Ellen and I are driving to California. Hi, Ellen. Hi, Ellen. That's going to be pretty tight. It's going to um, be crazy. What stops are you making along the way? Have you planned your stops or no? You All guys right. Are just so free balling it. Real quick, we are stop. We're taking, I think, three like actual stops. Okay. Um, the first one is going to be somewhere in Missouri. Nice. <laughs> just like as a quick pit stop, grab some dinner. Um, second one's going to be in Denver. That'll be fun. Yep. And then we're going to go down to Arizona, hopefully go to Antelope Canyon um, and maybe Grand Canyon. And then our first stop in California is Palm Springs. Ooh. And then from Palm Springs, we're going to like slowly make our way up to San Francisco and then go back across Wait, oh right just do the do this same path in reverse mm -hmm. sick mm -hmm. sounds great well hopefully that's a fun time yeah and uh hopefully somewhere down the line we can have you back on you can share some stories or just hit us in your our curious cat dms and oh, just yeah. share all kinds of uh fun times with us i will let's close this podcast as we always do with our final words navik final words uh final words are let people live Shoppers has a sale on deodorant. It's only $6.99 for a, a good tube. Dove body spray is dope as well for men, for women, for anybody. It's all good. Um, also, do your thing. Thanks, man. <laughs> Victoria, last words. Um, last words for me as a rebuttal to Navek. Let people live and don't force them to buy deodorant. Maybe they just want to go natural. You know, like body hair. Who needs to shave? You don't have to shave. Just yeah. <laughs> let it grow. Let it all grow. Secondly, don't play games. That's all. That's true. Also, big words. My last words. You know, I don't usually have these. Um, we'll say. Um, fuck. Uh, if you have to punch a Nazi, punch him. It's probably gonna happen at some point in your life. Don't be afraid. Apathy is the same thing as siding with those who hate. I'm Chris, aka Chris, aka not Chris, aka the Tamil Hemingway, aka Bash Me Outside, because I don't fight, I get beat up, aka Little Poopy Dirt, and I'm with. Nivik, aka Niv Vape, aka Mr. Rump Serial, say hello, they run away, aka Aziz Bansari, and Big Seon, and our guests. Victoria, aka Vic, aka One Shower Wonder. Aka Little Sport, episode 27. Whoa. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. I make enough mistakes And it feels like she's the only one that hears the things I say So if for any reason it's a miscommunication Or I'm lying to her face My immaturity and habits getting in the way 
Cause I can barely breathe and I don't know how I'll explain myself this time Wish it wasn't a case of this time But why can't I be any other boy That doesn't need a hand in love Someone that I would trust But how did I fail To give you all the love that you deserve When you're the only thing that's worth What life is worth And I don't mind if you hate me Cause baby if I were you I would probably hate me too I said that I don't mind if you hate me Cause baby if I were you I would probably hate me too